RadioInfluence.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. How's everybody doing out there this week? How are you? Me? I'm doing grand. I'm doing grand. Listen, man, listen, there are a lot of awesome motorcycle events popping off in the next, actually for the month of September. September is a hot one. Look, I know that for the East Coast, you know, the summer's over and but you know, I personally, I like fall riding. I like fall riding weather. I just I, I something about the way the air is, uh, the way the bikes perform. I love riding in the fall. I think in, in the foliage, yeah, trees changing colors. Black Moses appreciates nature. Look, listen. Okay, so um, September is is a great month. There's so much stuff going on, and uh, you know, it starts off this weekend, September the seventh and the eighth. Your boy, Mr. Black Moses, will be at my home track, New Jersey Motorsports Park, for Moto America's round, the championship of New Jersey. Okay, it's a great time. This race is, first and foremost, I don't think Moto America is getting the props that they deserve. So, uh, major shout out to the whole team over there, Mr. Rainey, Chuck, uh, Paul, the, the whole crew over at Moto America, uh, it's a great series. If you're not supporting it, you should be supporting it. And if you're in the tri-state area and a little bit beyond, you know, this weekend is a great opportunity to, and if you've never been to a race, if you've never been to a Moto America race, this is the weekend to come on out. New Jersey Motorsports Park. Uh, it's just a great event, great weekend, lots of on-track activities, lots of off-track activities. Your boy, Mr. Black Moses, will be in the building, literally, uh, for the duration of the week. And if you see me around, come holler at your boy. You dig? Moving on. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Clutch Control, the Philadelphia Motorcycle Show, is September the 21st. That's at Penn's Landing uh, in Philadelphia. This is basically a motorcycle lifestyle block party with food, music, vendors, stunt shows, uh, Jason Britton and Team No Limit, the Show Out Boys are going to be there. Rock Banshee's going to be in the building. Ah, uh, it's 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 so much activity going on. There's going to be stuff for the kids. Shout out to my man DJ Vader, who's going to be providing the sounds, and shout out to. Quaker City Motorsports, BMW of Philadelphia for being an event sponsor, Icon Motorsports for being an event sponsor, Polaris and Indian Motorcycles for being event sponsors, and so many vendors that have signed up and that are going to be there. It's going to be a great event. Uh, We've been doing clutch control in Philadelphia for over 10 years, Um, and each year it just keeps getting bigger and better. So that's September the 21st. Your boy, Mr. Black Moses, will be there, of course. I have to be. It's... It's my event. <laughs> Moving on. The AIM Expo is coming to Columbus, Ohio. I am excited about this one. The AIM Expo, September the 28th and the 29th. Listen, man, listen. You got to be there. You got to be there. Uh, this is, you know, the, the vendors. Actually, you know, the vendors will basically be the manufacturers great opportunity to come out and see 
all the brand new 2020 machines for the first time. Uh, it, it's, you know, the, the AIM Expo, they've done such a tremendous job of putting together a great show. I would liken the AIM Expo to the American version of the ICMA show in Milan. I would, I would, I would say that's, that would be, that's what I would say. Okay. That's what it's like. If you say Alan, uh, <laughs> using my government name, if you said black Moses, if you said black Moses, what is the AIM Expo like? I would have to say that it is most comparable to the Eichmann show in Milan, Italy. That's what it's hitting for. It's a great event. It's a great show. Your boy, Mr. Black Moses will be there. I'll be hosting a segment called the Alley, uh, custom bikes, custom bike components, street apparel, street riding apparel, uh, that whole bike life lifestyle, the moto lifestyle, uh, I will be hosting that segment for the entire weekend. I'll be there in the building. Uh, make sure you check that out. Uh, so again, again, this weekend it kicks off Moto America, New Jersey Motorsports Park. Okay. You can go to njmp.com for information about that. Okay. Uh, clutch Control, September the 21st. Go to clutchcontrolusa.com. That is a free-to-attend event. Philadelphia, Penn's Landing, it's proper. You dig? And AIM Expo, www.aimexpousa.com. September the 28th and the 29th. Your boy, Mr. Black Moses, will be there hosting the Alling. It's going to be a grand time. Don't meet me there. Beat me there. Welcome to Life in the Fast Lane, y'all. Let's ride. Listen, man. Listen. Listen. Okay. Okay. So, uh, there was, you know, there's been some activity in the last month or so that was brought to my attention, and I, I feel as though it's something that needs to be addressed. Along the lines of me embracing my role in the industry, embracing my OG status, uh, I feel as though it's, it's, it's part of my responsibility, okay? A few episodes back, we talked about how the older riders must, uh, you know, we... Our, our charge is to look after younger riders and to help them become older riders, if that makes sense. In, in respects to that train of thought, it was brought to my attention, okay, that by one of my sponsors, by one of my partners, that, and the names will not be mentioned to protect the innocent, okay? Okay. Maybe if it slips out, it slips out. But, you know, your boy Black Moses keeps it. Your boy Black Moses keeps it 1,000. I keep it on a stack with you. So I'll just get into it. Let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. The, the issue came up where a young rider, I want to choose my words carefully. A young rider approached one of my sponsors, and I'm talking about, when I say approach, I'm using that word generously. He came 
all kinds of sideways at my sponsor requesting sponsorship for, you know, for himself. Oh, man. And of course, my name was dropped in the the quote unquote request. So it, it got back to me and there was a discussion had on how to best handle the situation. And like I said, I won't get into the the super details of uh, of that, if you want to call it a request for sponsorship, we won't get into the details, but what we will address, what we will address is the manner in which the approach was taken, which if I, if I could say it, I'm going to say it, it is the poster for how not to get sponsored. So I thought that it would be appropriate as an OG for Black Moses to break it down to, I I think that what has happened is in today's society, in today's social media heavy climate, that people have misunderstood what it means to, to get a sponsorship, what it means to be sponsored, what it means to be a brand ambassador, And all the time on the show, we talk to influencers and we talk to brand ambassadors and we talk to people on the manufacturer side and people in the industry. So this is not, you know, this is not foreign to life in the fast lane. What is foreign is for me to, you know, to to make it a topic because I'm concerned. I'm concerned about the climate and the approach and the lack of respect, because I'm going to keep it 1000. It came down to, it was disrespectful, the approach, but I don't think that this individual even registered as disrespectful. So again, again, let's talk about how not to get sponsored. Okay. Now your boy, black Moses has, a few sponsors that I work very closely with. And is when we're talking in terms of sponsors and you're talking in terms of a relationship, I'm going to break it down what those things mean to me. There is no real textbook and anybody can write their own. Uh, you know, when you enter into an agreement with a sponsor or a company that you are going to represent, you know, the, the ins and outs of that contract of those terms are typically private, but there's a lot of leeway. You know, you can, you can, if you come to an, that's what the point is. If you come to an agreement, you've come to an agreement. That agreement basically says that you as an individual are going to represent with your best foot forward and in the interest of the company that you are requesting sponsorship slash support from, you are going to do everything that you're supposed to do and act within basically a code of behavior, a code of conduct in turn for either monetary compensation or monetary plus product compensation, or in some situations just for product, uh, you, you know, basically meaning that you will either get paid plus product, okay, or you'll just receive product to represent said company. Now, now, 
I'm going to take it back to 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 my oldest my oldest sponsor, my oldest relationship that I've had in the motorcycle industry. Icon Motorsports. Icon Motorsports since day one, since Black Moses stepped onto the scene, um, before even before. I became what I am in the industry. I'm like, you know what? I'm at that point. I can say it. I have, it's not to say that I have arrived, but I do acknowledge levels. I acknowledge levels and I acknowledge relationships and I acknowledge placement. Okay. So I understand where I am in the industry. Don't get it twisted, but it was a long time coming and I've worked hard. I worked very hard. I've made mistakes. I've learned from them. I've fallen down seven times, but I've stood up eight. Dig what I'm saying? From those lessons learned, lessons and blessings received, I'm going to say it again. There are lessons and blessings that have been received by your boy, Mr. Black Moses. And over the years, I've learned what to do and what not to do. And I've learned that when in situations, how to react and how sometimes the best reaction is no reaction. Now, Icon Motorsports, before I became what I am, before, when I was working at Fast by Farachi in the parts department, okay, I was wearing Icon Motorsports apparel. I was wearing it because I, I vibed with it. I liked the look. I loved how it made me feel. I liked Everything about the brand, the brand, it just, there was just a synergy there. The energy, I felt it. The Portland-based uh, outfit, it, 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 I felt the connection to it. At that point, I had never been to Portland, never been to Oregon, okay? A limited time in California. But the whole, and, and you can't even, actually, no, scratch that, my bad. You can't really compare California to Oregon. Apples and oranges, my bad, Okay. But I had never been to Slab Town, Slab Town, a.k.a. Portland. And but the energy in, in, in their catalog and the energy in the apparel, the energy in the representation, the graphics, it was asphalt technology. That term, that motto, that 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 phrase, asphalt technology it was so street that they didn't have to say street. Asphalt technology, technology for the street, technology for street riders. And at the time, that's what my game was. I was heavy street riders. It was from the streets of which Black Moses came. So my connection to Icon was organic and authentic. It was, it, there was no, I mean, I purchased the apparel because I need, I wanted it. I felt as though I needed it at the time, but I wanted it. And I didn't care. I didn't care about the, you know, if, if I was getting looked at or looked at in the sense of I wasn't doing it for the attention of the company. In my mind at that time, and we're going back almost 20 years, in my mind at the time, it wasn't about wearing things to get attention. It was wearing things to keep me safe. And because I wanted to wear what I wanted to wear and I didn't give a damn what anybody said to me. I wrote what I wrote. I was riding Ducatis back then. I've Since day one, since day one. I mean, my first bike was a Honda. But after that, okay, 
And I've already spoken about how Mr. Geraldo Faraci is, is basically responsible, semi-responsible for the, the switch from, you know, the Japanese brands to the Italian brands for me. But at the time, I rode what I wanted to ride and I wore what I wanted to wear when I was riding. And I didn't give a damn what anybody had to say about it. Lo and behold, lo and behold, as my network began to expand, um, you know, I, I started to meet different people and, and I started to make connections. And as my my presence in the motorcycle industry grew through, you know, several months and years and me just doing what I do, I am introduced to some of the main people at Icon Motorsports. Um, and it was, it, and we're going way back, way back. And it was not, and this, this, the introduction, it wasn't even a pitch meeting. It was, we were at Myrtle Beach, taking it back, Myrtle Beach Bike Week. Myrtle Beach Bike Week. And um, I remember at Redline Power Sports, there was a stunt show. This was 2007, maybe? 2000, no, 2000, eh, maybe 2007, maybe 2007, maybe 2006. The point is, that was, you know, man, it, it, that was a great, great time. Another story, another episode about that, that uh, bike week <laughs> at a later date. Good times. Anyway, um, Jason and Team No Limit, Jason Britton and Team No Limit, Shout out to big bro, Jason Britton. Can't wait to see you in Philly in a couple of weeks. Clutch Control, www.clutchcontrolusa.com. Can't wait to see you, bro. September 21st, Penn's Landing, Philadelphia. All right. Jason and his team were performing uh, at Redline Power Sports. Uh, Phil Davey, Phil Davey was the brand manager at Icon Motorsports at the time. Um, we're introduced. We talk. And, you know, we just kind of hit it off. And it was a quick conversation. Um, long story short, Phil says, Alan, I'm going to send you some stuff. I'll send you some apparel, send you some jackets. So I got a couple jackets, some gloves. Um, and it grew from there. That's how it started. Now, I don't know if my approach, my, my approach to things has always been, I'm happy to be there. I'm happy to be a part. Often, I've often... Often I've often uh, taken the, the the approach that it that it you know it's not that I knew where I deserved to be, but I was humble enough to be appreciative to realize that I didn't have to be there. I understood and appreciated where I was, but I also was aware that I didn't necessarily have to be there by way of somebody else could be there in my space. If that makes sense, okay. I wanted to be there. I was happy to be there. I was privileged and blessed to be there, but I also understood that I was replaceable. Anybody could have been in my spot. So my approach with Icon was, look, you know, I'm already wearing, I'm already wearing. And actually it wasn't even, I didn't say anything. I didn't, I did not ask for anything, but I think Phil saw a synergy. He felt the vibe. He felt that I was a representative. Like he felt it was a representative. My wavelength was not on I'm representing Icon. That didn't happen. Not from me, not from my point of view. So I think Phil saw in me the connection. He saw in me the the passion that I had for the brand. And he just maybe just saw something in me. 
So that's how my introduction to Icon Motorsports began. Now, through the years, it's grown. It's grown where, uh, you know, going to Portland, meeting everybody, meeting Kurt, meeting Kurt, uh, Justin, um, and, and everybody else at Portland, in Portland, okay? Shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody at uh, Icon Motorsports. Um, they, they, that, they're a special team. They're a special team of people, of individuals who have dedicated themselves to walking their own beat. And that's a very difficult thing to do in today's market. It's a very difficult thing to do. But if you do it well, you can be highly rewarded. You can be highly rewarded. So my relationship with Icon was rooted in an introduction and me being real, me being organic, me being, uh, me just, I represented myself and I was true to myself. And, you know, I, I, once the introduction was made and the opportunities were presented to me to deepen that relationship, to further that relationship uh, via hosting events for uh, wearing apparel that I was of a brand that I was already wearing, regardless of whether they were, whether I had to pay for them or not. I didn't think that I was qualified to be a sponsored person by anything. I was a street writer who uh, who had a few track days under his belt and was still figuring out exactly what I was going to become. I'm still I'm still figuring things out. But for the most part, you know, I, I kind of got an idea of, of, of what your boy is and where your boy is going to be. So, uh, my, but here's my point. Here's my point. I did not approach Icon saying, hey, this is why you should give me shit. This is why you should pay me to do shit. It was very much, I said to Phil, I said, thank you. And I remember saying to Justin, when I first met Justin, thank you. I remember saying to Kurt the first time I met Kurt, which was in Indy, uh, at the Indy Dealer Expo, maybe like two or three years after I met Phil for the first time. I remember saying to Kurt, thank you. I was appreciative that they were making apparel that I loved, that I was proud to wear, and that was keeping me safe. And that was my approach. I was just grateful. It turned into something else. It grew. It, it sprouted legs and started to walk. <clears throat> Years later, you know, I'm very much, I'm very proud to be a representative for Icon Motorsports. I'm very proud to wear the apparel on the street. I'm very proud to wear my uh, Hypersport track suit. I'm very proud to rock my helmets, my glove. I'm very proud of my relationship. And to this day, um, that what started off as me being grateful turned into a relationship, a relationship that turned into friendships. Um, and it today we're family, we're family. But icons, they started your boy Black Moses on this journey to become what I am becoming. I think that's a proper way of saying it. This journey of becoming what I am becoming. Now, um, I understand that my position with Icon, I understand. I'm still grateful and I'm still thankful because I understand I can be replaced. Anybody can be replaced, okay? And as much as you want to make yourself irreplaceable, anything can happen. So your best bet is to remain humble. Remain humble. 
be thankful, be grateful, remain humble. Don't be arrogant. I want to say a true thing right now. Don't be an asshole. That is the guaranteed you will not get any type of friendship, sponsorship, rep, nothing. Nothing good comes out of being an asshole when you're trying to work with people, when you're trying to, when you're trying to establish a relationship. Now, there are times when I am an asshole. There are times. But, and I'm very good at it. I am very good. It's one of my better qualities. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep it 1,000 with you. Being an asshole is one of Black Moses' better qualities. But I don't have to be an asshole all the time. It is well-reserved, and I only bring that part out when it is absolutely direly necessary. That, I holster the asshole. Holster the asshole. That's my point. All right? You don't need to walk around with a chip on your shoulder thinking that the world owes you anything because you came into this world by yourself and you're leaving this world by yourself. Nobody owes you nothing. Nothing. Okay? I'll say it again. Nobody owes you nothing. Okay? Work hard. Stay humble. Grind. If you think you're grinding, grind harder. Okay? Now, how does that how does that relate to what what we're talking about in terms of my relationship with Icon? I treat each day like it's the first day. I treat each day like it's the first day. My relationship with Icon has just organically grown over the 10 plus years that we've been working together. And as I said in the offset, you know, I've I've had plenty of opportunities to grow as a person, as a writer, as a business person. I've, I've, our relationship has, uh, you know, survived low times. Uh, we've celebrated the high times and we continue to work together toward a common goal. And, and, and that comes down to, you know, that synergy, that organic synergy. I want that brand to do well. That brand wants me to do well and be safe. And that leads me into the point of what a sponsored individual is. You are a represent, you are a representation. You are a spokesperson. You are a spokesperson for that company. I am a spokesperson for Icon. Okay. That's what I am. That's how I look at it. I look at it as if when people see me wearing Icon apparel, Icon gear, talking about Icon, tagging Icon on social media and what have you, okay? They understand that I am connected to the brand. I would never want to do anything to put shade or cast shade in the brand's direction. And so I'm a spokesperson, positivity, great energy, okay? You want to be positive, you want to be positive. I'm also from the school of thought where if there's nothing nice to say, then you don't say nothing. And I'm going to keep it 1,000. I have nothing bad to say about Icon at all. So that's, that point is, is, you know, and I'm saying that as someone who's represented, who represents the brand, but remove that. Remove that. It goes back to my organic vibe with the brand. I believe in it. I believe in the product. I have nothing bad to say about Icon Motorsports.
Not a one. Okay? But I am a representative of that brand. Keep it positive. Forward thinking. Progression. I check in. I ask often. I Justin will tell you. I will email or text either him or Amanda. And I'll say, you know, hey, what do you guys need me to do? Is there anything that I could be doing more of? I check in. I make sure that, and here's a, here's a phrase. I'm making sure that Icon is receiving the best ROI with your boy, Mr. Black Moses. Return on investment. ROI, return on investment. I'm taking you to school, you youngins. I hope you're listening. I hope you're listening. Black Moses is dropping science. Okay? ROI. Keep in mind that the people that you are requesting support from, product from, money from, they are a business. So anything that they bestow upon you, that they gift you with, is really not a gift. It's an investment. It's actually scratch that. It's not a gift at all. I'm friends with Justin, Kurt, Amanda, every, I'm friends, family, but they don't give me gifts. They are invested in me. Their brand is invested in my brand. I'm the product. I am part of the product. They're investing in me to go out and be a spokesperson, a representative, to be an ambassador of goodwill. People often forget to put that on the back end of ambassador. Brand ambassador of goodwill. That needs to be re-implemented into that term of brand ambassador. Brand ambassador of goodwill. The ROI, the investment and the return. Every helmet, every jacket, every pair of gloves, t-shirt, hat, whatever, received by Black Moses from Icon Motorsports, I view that. It's not just what I view. The reality is it is their investment in me. They're investing in me. It is my responsibility to represent the brand and the best foot forward so that they receive the return. They receive the return. And that can be established in many different ways. So when you when you are when you enter into contracts with people, when you enter into contracts, if you're blessed to get to a point where a contract is presented to you, an agreement, an understanding, whatever, you can make sure you pay attention to what's being asked of you. That way, nothing gets lost in translation. You know what your responsibilities are, which is their return. And you know what you're asking of them, the investment, what they invest in you, that business expects a return, expects and deserves a return, R-O-I, return on investment. This is business. This is business. I don't care how many followers you have. I don't care. It is irrelevant because if you have a million and one followers, but you're an asshole, I don't have anything to do with you. I don't care. I'm I'm saying that me personally, and I'm a business person. I don't care how many followers you, I don't care how many likes you get. Bad energy is bad energy. Keep that in mind. And I'm not asking everybody to be an angel. I sure as hell ain't. I said ain't. That's right. I said ain't. 
Black Moses is not a saint. I'm not a role model. I'm a realist. There's a difference. I'm not a role model. I'm a realist. And there is a major difference between the two. Now, we've talked about being a brand ambassador of goodwill. We've talked about return on investment. Let's let's talk about a couple of other things. Now, through my relationship with Icon, I was introduced to my family at D3O. Now, D3O uh, makes the what I consider the, the the smart tech safety armor that's armed. It's it's inside of the usually <clears throat> it's most notable inside. It's the armor in the shoulders, the back, uh, uh, you know, knees, what have you. They make safety uh, armor that goes into riding apparel. It's orange, bright orange. You can't miss it. You know, you know it when you see it. Um, I was introduced to uh, what is now my family at D3O through my family at Icon. Now, that would not have happened if I were not doing what I was supposed to be doing as an ambassador of goodwill, as a represent, as a representative of Icon. Um, those things, as a spokesperson for Icon, those. That that relate if I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, that relationship would have been dead in the water. It would have died off. But because of my approach, continuing to be grateful, thankful, and humble, I was introduced to what is now my family at D3O. And it's not so much a formula, it's just an understanding of how you should be. I have a great relationship with D3O. Great relationship with D3O. And 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 it's it's again the formula. I hate saying that word, but in a way to break it down and keep it simple, there's a formula. Stay humble, stay hungry, treat each day like it's your first, and don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Pirelli, Pirelli North America. My family at Pirelli uh, again. That's something that it, it kind of became an or, organic. It's an organic relationship because I. You know, riding Ducatis, it's, you know, I've tried other tire brands and I'm not going to, you know, talk crap on anybody. For my riding style, uh, Pirelli was just the tire choice for me. As my network continued to expand and grow, I met people from Pirelli. Conversations were had. Next thing you know, I have a relationship with Pirelli, North America. Same formula. And you know what? Let me just make it, when I'm saying be thankful and grateful, say thank you. A lot of children, and I'm saying children, a lot of children don't know how to say thank you. They don't say thank you. They don't say thank you. They don't say you're welcome. They don't say, you know, there's a lack of, a lack of respect. And that's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. That's what your boy, Mr. Black Moses, people have, you know, when people, when I'm in conversations with people and there is an absence of a greeting or an absence of acknowledgement, you know, I call people out for it. And there's many a times where I've embarrassed people and I didn't embarrass them for the sake of embarrassing them. But I'm like, look, you know, it's I as a human being, human to human, soul to soul, I do expect a certain level of energy, of respect that I reciprocate. You get back what you put out. 
But also as an OG in the industry, it's also my job to straighten out what can be straightened out. So if someone is missing a thank you, I make sure I let them know, hey, you know, you could say thank you. And nine times out of 10, it's a, oh, my bad, my bad. Oh, you know, it's like, it's like they forgot or like they're not aware. It's weird. It's weird. So say thank you, children. Say thank you. I want to talk about another partner of mine, Ducati North America. Now, Ducati North America, uh, man, where do I begin? And again, this goes back to my days at Fast by Farachi, my my relationship with Ducati. Come on, Araldo Farachi was made Ducati a household name in the early '90s uh, with his Fast by Farachi Superbike team in AMA. Okay, uh, that so working for him, the master tuner that he is, the master engineer, the master builder, uh, team owner dealership owner just in one hell of a human being. I love that guy. I love him. Um, shout out to you, Mr. Farachi. I still call you. Know, some people call him Araldo. Even when I worked for him, people called him Araldo. People that worked with me for him called him. I just couldn't bring myself to call him Araldo. Like to me, it was a lack. It was disrespectful. So to this day, that's my guy. That's my guy. Um, I still call him Mr. Farachi. And I think that's just how it will always be. That's my way of showing him how much I appreciate and respect him. But again, that goes a long way. My relationship with Ducati North America started with me working at Fast by Farachi. So how does that, how, okay, and, and it's very interesting because I am not, with, Duc- with Ducati, I am not necessarily, uh, how should I say this? I am a representative of the brand, and even if I wasn't, the same thing with Icon, the same thing with Pirelli, the same thing with D3O. Even if I was not in any formal relationship with Ducati North America, I would still ride Ducatis. I would still own Ducatis because I owned them before I entered any form of relationship, partnership, friendship with Ducati North America. Okay? Now, I've been approached by other brands of motorcycles. I've been approached, but, and it's not just about being loyal. Loyalty is major, but it's beyond being loyal. It's about understanding the relationship that you're in, the business. I can land in any city in the United States, reach out to my family at Ducati North America, and for the duration of time that I am in said city, said place, they will provide two wheels for your boy to get around on. Facts. That's a special, special situation. If you check my gram, if you check my gram, Mr. Black Moses, you can see where the love is. You can see where the love is. Okay? Now, I have another, I have other sponsors as well that kind of cross the line, not cross the line in a negative way, that kind of like blend the, the, the genres. Okay, I'm sponsored by Springfield Armory and couple others, but you know, we, we, that's for a different topic, but the philosophy, the theory, excuse me, the formula remains the same. Say, thank you. Be humble. Stay hungry. Treat each day like it's your first. Do not be an asshole. Those are the things 
Those are rules. They're, those are the rules. There's more, but those are the basics. Those are the basics. No one owes you anything. No one owes you anything. So, with the, with, you know, just with a little bit of background of, of what your boy, Mr. Black Moses, has established with partners, friends, sponsors, being, being a representative, being a brand ambassador of goodwill. Okay? Let's talk about a couple of things that definitely do not work. I've said it more than once throughout this episode, but I cannot say it enough. I cannot say it enough. Do not be an asshole. Going back to the beginning where I spoke of an individual who reached out to one of my sponsors and dropped my name. Um, the request, the approach, it was, it was so, it was so, it was covered. Marred is the word and with disrespect, marred. It was, an, it was embarrassing to read it. It was embarrassing to read the letter. Um, and I wish that that person would have reached out to me first. I wish that person would have reached out to me first because as an OG, it would have been my pleasure to walk them through the process, kind of give them some inside info. You can, that saying, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You know, you can walk somebody to the door, but you can't, you know, getting them to get to the other side is on them. You can show somebody where the house is, you know, you can show them, you can walk them up the drive and you can get them, you can be there for support, but it's up to them to get inside. So I wish that that individual would have reached out to me before hitting send on that email. Cause I honestly it reminded me of that a segment of that show in Practical Jokers where they <laughs> write emails that are purposefully horribly written and disrespectful and insulting. And then they try to get a random stranger to uh, co-sign what they wrote. And they win that particular game by being able to send the email without the stranger telling them that they need to change something. That's basically how it read. It was, it was like that. Okay. So um, that doesn't work. Being arrogant doesn't, work. Having a lack of market or brand knowledge doesn't work. Name dropping does not work. It doesn't work. And again, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. If you're an asshole, if you have bad energy, if you're posting things that are off, if you're posting things that are off brand message, that are counter to the brand's message, to the brand's ideology. And again, that goes back to having brand knowledge, knowing who you're approaching, knowing who you are supporting and understanding that they are watching you. When you put something on social media, yes, you can delete things, but people can screen grab. And once it, look, once the bullet leaves the gun, you can't call it back. And like I said, I don't expect anybody to be a saint. Nobody's perfect. I'm not a saint. I'm not a role model. But once you understand certain things, when you understand how the world works, you can move differently. When you were a child, you did childish things. But as you became an adult, you do adult things. 
I'm still a big kid, but I understand when it comes to business, you have to be a big boy and put your big boy pants on. And for the ladies out there, you put your big girl pants on and you do what you're supposed to do. You knock off the kid shit. You knock it off. So I, I, I don't want to, you know, I, I hope that you, you're you listening to this episode of Life in the Fast Lane and understanding that your boy, Mr. Black Moses, wants everybody to live their best bike life possible. And I want people to have as much knowledge. It's part of my job to, you know, each one, teach one. I'm an OG in the game. I get it. I've seen things. I've heard things. I've been places. I've, you know, I've learned a lot and I'm still learning. I'm still a student. But I do know with what I have learned, when things are brought to my attention, it is part of my job for the benefit of the global motorcycle community. It's my job to straighten out what can be straightened out. So listen, listen, man, listen. I hope that again, I hope again that this, that when I do episodes like this, I feel like I'm just griping, but I don't think it's griping. I think I'm shedding lights. I'm shedding a light on Topics that people don't necessarily don't necessarily talk about, but need to talk about it. You know, these are things people ask. How do I get sponsored? Or how do how do I get this? Or Alan, you know, when they call me by my government name, Alan, like first of all, fall back. It's Black Moses. Get it right. If you don't get it right, get it right. People ask, how do I get this? Or how can you get me this? Or can you whatever? And I was like, wait a minute, you gotta, bro, you gotta get your own. But here's how. I have no problem helping anybody with knowledge. And that, and that's and that's the gig. That's the gig. If you know something and you can help someone else, you know, it's part of your universal responsibility. I've said it before. Part of your universal responsibility is to help somebody. If you know how to and they're asking and they're genuine, yeah, you know what? Spread knowledge. Spread love. You know? I'll let you boy. That's our show for this week. I want to once again thank you all for showing your boy, Mr. Black Moses, so much love and rocking with life in the fast lane. And if you've told a friend, if you've told a fellow rider about the show, please, please continue to do so. Your boy, Mr. Black Moses, appreciates you all. If you think that you might have a story or to tell or you want to be a guest on the show, please, please. Hit us up via the show's social media platform. Send us a DM, an instant message. We'll be sure to get back with you. You know, and if you've got a story that's cool and, you know, you, you'll be a an awesome guest if you think that you got the mustard, the stones to deal with your boy. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll reach out. So definitely, definitely, please, communication is key. Let us know you're out there. Let us know that you or have interest to be a part of the show, and we'll see what we can do about that. In the interim, though... Please follow the show on Instagram at Life in the Fast Lane Official, on Twitter at LITFL Official, and on Facebook. Please check us out at Life in the Fast Lane Podcast. As always, hit that like, hit that share, hit that subscribe button. We'll be right back here next Friday with an all new episode of Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. I'm gone. This is a Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Hey, everybody, Duffified Live this week. We got an amazing guest. Look, 
I started a show on Food Network called Opening Night. It aired last week. It made me super happy to have that happen. I'm glad you guys were all out there to see it happen. And one of my things that I wanted you guys to see, and one of the reasons why I'm so happy that the first episode was what it was, is because we are talking about Jen Royal, an unbelievable human being, a great lady who is so passionate, so headstrong, and so confident about what she wants that it made me really proud to have her as that first guest on the show because of the fact she's a rock star. She goes after what she wants, but she's also smart enough to know what she doesn't know. And she was very open to a lot of the things that we had to say on the show. And she fought back where she felt that she was going to do something, that it was going to be something different than what her vision was. And initially she started off as that lack of confidence, that, that, that not so secure person, even though she was deep down inside because she had never opened a restaurant before. She trusted other people. And when I finally got on site, and was able to kind of guide her a little bit more to be able to hold her ground and stand up and have her voice, I thought that there was a big change that happened. So ladies and gentlemen, do me a huge favor for this week. Welcome to the Duffified Live show, Jen Royal of Table in Boston. Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.